Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. To subscribe to the podcast, visit streetlevelradio.com and click on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Street Level Radio. We're continuing in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 12 today, where Paul the Apostle has been dealing with this subject of spiritual gifts. As we mentioned when we began, certainly this issue is one that causes often great division within the church instead of what its purpose is, and that is to cause great unity. Now, the church is composed of many types of people. We know that. And we're from a variety of backgrounds, and we come with a multitude of gifts and abilities. It's easy for those with differences that divide people to begin to break apart, to cause splinters, like in the church in Corinth. But despite the differences, all believers have one thing in common, that's faith in Christ. On this essential truth, the church is to find unity. All believers are baptized with one Holy Spirit into one body of believers. That is the church. We don't lose our individual identities for sure, but we have an overriding oneness now in Christ. When a person becomes a Christian, the Holy Spirit takes up residence and he or she is born into the family of God. And as members of God's family, we may have different interests and gifts, but we do have a common goal. However, we can also stumble in this aspect through our own pride, our own arrogance, our own division, wherein God is therefore unable to use those gifts and power of the Holy Spirit that he longs to give us. We're picking it up in verse 11 of chapter 12 this morning, and it says, But this one and the same Spirit produces all of these, distributing to each one separately as he desires. So we've been going through a short list, if you will, of possible gifts. Not necessarily a exhaustive list by any means, but certainly a list just the same of possible ways that the Holy Spirit can manifest himself in the life of a believer. The Corinthian believers, however, had now allowed their arrogance and their pride to taint the manifestation of these spiritual gifts. So the very thing that was designed to pull them together had now contributed to their state of corporate disarray. Now, as I said before, such a situation is not unusual in our day. These gifts, they're not earned, they're not purchased, they're not forced. These gifts are simply given as God sovereignly wills. Now, where are these gifts today? Do they still exist? That's the subject literally in many churches. You know, when a church is young and pure, I think it delights God to bestow many gifts upon his children in which to build each other up and the church up. However, often as time goes on, a church can begin to drift away from its pure and simple state. You start to see strife and ego and division and worldliness and carnality start to come into the church. And in that situation, it seems that God no longer delights in lavishing gifts upon the wider church, especially one that has left its corporate directive, which is to bring glory unto God and his kingdom. Today, he seems to be I think rather more individually selective, if I can put it that way, at least in this country. 
and this has happened and will continue to happen, when we attempt to take the glory which is God's alone. We fail the system when we do not give Him the glory for and the power over our gifts and when we fail to use them for the profit of all. Verse 12 says, For as the body is one and has many members, and all the members of the body being many are one body, so also is Christ. One of the great truths that Paul left us in Scripture was that of the mystical body of Christ being found in the form of the church. The body of the church itself is identified as Christ. Thus we partake of and embody the perfect righteousness of Christ when we participate in the unity of the physical church. God saves people and in that places us into Christ. And then we are identified as Christ and making us, in fact, to be as Christ. And in such lies the rather daunting and magnificent mystery that's made real in our interaction with one another. Many people outside of the kingdom of God, the only Christ they will ever see is the one that resides in us, the living, breathing us, and our representation of Christ. This passage really describes the pinnacle purpose of the church, and that is the undeniable description of God's place and purpose for the church. This is a truth that certainly has fallen into a state of disrepute and has in many circles gained a rather archaic reputation. That was a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. For more information on Pastor Tim Dodson or Believer City Church, visit believerstogether.com.